The practice of the Jewish people has been to recite what are known as keynote, elegies or lamentations on the day of Tisha B'Av. And in fact, at night, Megillat Eicha is read, also known as the keynote, the five chapters. We have discussed certain elements of the five chapters, some of the themes of the five distinct chapters. And the recitation of keynote in the Ashkenazic tradition is that the vast majority of these elegies are recited in the daytime. After we read the Haftorah in the day, there are a whole many elegies that are recited, and uh, many of them are written by Eliezer Kalir. Eliezer Kalir probably lived in the land of Israel. His history is a bit of a mystery, but the assumption of many is that he lived in the land of Israel. He probably lived around the 7th century or so. He is a prolific python, a great poet, and the Jews of Ashkenaz have adopted Eliezer Kalir as the poet laureate of their communities. The Sephardim, Spanish Jews, Sephardic Jews, have their own traditions and their own great poets. Yehuda Levi, Ibn Gabiro, Ibn Ezra, and many others. They have a whole tradition of great poetry. And the Ashkenazim have much less of that tradition. And we Ashkenazim have adopted Eliezer Kalir. It's the day of Tisha B'av and the night of Tisha B'av. The great majority of the elegies are recited in the day of Tisha B'av. The night of Tisha B'av, after we re- recite Echa, what is striking in the Ashkenazic tradition is the virtual absence of any keynote at all. In fact, in one Ashkenazic tradition, they virtually recite no keynote. There is the first keynote that is recited, which begins with Zohar Hashem, Remember, O God, what has befallen us, and this keynote, this elegy, picks up with the last chapter of Eicha. The last chapter of Eicha begins with that verse, Zohar Hashem, O God, Remember, Recall, what has befallen us. Mehayolanu means what has befallen us, what is not anymore. It describes what once was, and by contrast, what is. Sechor Hashem So the custom of beginning keynote at the night of Tisha B'av, by picking up on what the Book of Eicha has to say, it's a way of saying, we've begun the keynote already, we're going to continue with the keynote, when almost a kind of chapter 6 of the Book of Lamentations, and that's what we do at night, in a sense completing what we began with Eicha, but otherwise saying very little. The night of Tisha B'Av then is a night of silence, sometimes without in a position to say anything, sometimes the pain is too great even to speak. And that's the sense one gets from the absence of keynote on the night of Tisha B'Av. Interesting is that there is a practice when Tisha B'Av falls on Shabbat, and of course we don't observe Tisha B'Av on Shabbat this year. Tisha B'Av falls on Shabbat, so we observe it the next day. And there is a custom, and the Ashkenazim have this practice, to recite a kina. Some Ashkenazim have the practice 
to recite the kila, which begins with Ech, Mipi Bein Ubat, Hagot Kinot Rabot, Rabat, Tzmur Shirim Vechedvat, Vihinoam Nishbat, Vemotzei Shabbat. So this kila, which is recited when Tishabah falls on Shabbat, so Saturday night, Tishabah begins, how from the mouth of boys and girls, much sadness is now voiced instead of gleeful songs. May the pleasantness, Vihinoam, Psalm number 90, is omitted this Motzei Shabbat. Normally, on Saturday night, after the evening prayer, after the Amidah, we are reciting the psalm, Vihinoam Hashem Elokeinu Aleinu, which is the end of the previous psalm, Yoshev Beseiter Elyon. That psalm, known in the tradition as Shir Shel Pagaim, talks about the God who is protecting us from all potential misfortunes. Malachav Yitzavelach Lishmarcha Bechol Drachecha God should send God's angels, God's messengers, to guard you on all your paths. And the psalm describes the various misfortunes that could befall us and that God is protecting us. That is recited on Saturday night, normal Saturday night, followed by the Atak Kadosh Yoshev Tilot Yisrael, followed by the prayer, which includes within it the Kedusha, the responsive verses that we recite, called the Kedusha, the verses from the prophetic writings of Isaiah and from Yechezkel. And that's what we say on every Saturday night. Now, V'yatok Kadosh, interestingly, is also recited Tishabov night. In fact, the two days in the year where V'yatok Kadosh is recited is on Tishabov night and on the night of Purim. After we read the Megillat Esther, and after we read Megillat Echa, Piatok Kadosh talks about Torah. And within the context of Torah includes the Kedusha. And on Shabbat, Motzei Shabbat, it's introduced by Vihinoam Hashem Elokeinu Yoshev Beseiter Elyon. So this Kinah says, normally we would have said Vihinoam. May the pleasantness of God be upon us. But vihinoam nishbat. Vihinoam, the pleasantness has ceased. Nishbat, from the word Shabbat, b'motzei Shabbat, on this particular Saturday night, after Shabbat. So we have that custom. But this particular kina is addressing the service of Tisha B'av night. We are going to say v'yatok kadosh, normally preceded by vihinoam, and this night, the norm is not to be recited. That's the second kina that is often recited in the Ashkenazic tradition. And interesting is that the remaining keynote, which in some synagogues, in some places, there were three additional keynote, probably none of them are the work of Eliezer Kalir. We know for certain that two of them are not, and that is the kina which talks about Shamron Titain, Kol Titain. That kina beautiful kina, was written by Ibn Gabiro, the great Sephardic poet. And it's a very interesting kina, because what the kina is about is about a conversation which takes place between Ahaliva on one hand and Ahala on the other. Ahaliva, Ahaliba, 
my tent is within her, my temple is within her, that refers to what's known as the southern kingdom, the kingdom of Judah, which has Jerusalem as its capital. And Ahalah, that refers to the northern kingdom. After the nation splits into two parts, the northern and the southern kingdom, the northern kingdom, which was exiled first, the ten tribes, that's called Ahalah. And Ahalibah, my tent is in her, that refers to the kingdom of Judah. In this poem written by Ibn Gabiro, it's a conversation between Ahalah on one hand and Ahalibah on the other. And what's interesting is, in this kinah, each one is trying, in a sense, to console the other one. But they console the other one in a strange way. They console the other one by saying, listen, you may have it bad, but believe me, I have it much worse. So, Ahalibah says, Ahalibah, listen, you can't equate your plight to mine. Your downfall can't compare to my collapse. I, Ahalibah, acted with spite and treachery. My betrayal opposed me, my rebellion accused me, and I paid the debt. And Ahaliva answers, I too betrayed the companion of my youth. I betrayed God just as you did. However, my anguish is much worse than yours. What's interesting is that on Tisha B'Av, the Jewish people are mourners. We're all in mourning. On the other hand, we are also in a strange place because we should also be consolers to console the other one. And in this particular poem, Shlomo Ibn Gabiro, it's a very strange kind of consolation. The consolation is, don't feel so bad. I have it much worse than you. And that perhaps is the consolation, the best we can do, Tisha of Night. Tisha of Night is really not about poetry. Tisha of Night is about silence. We can't be completely silent. So we say something, but we are reserving our keynote for the day. Because in the day already, we feel a little bit more distant from what happened. Of course, we're still in that experience, and that's the challenge of Tisha B'Av, to relate to the past, to live the past in a certain sense, to understand the past in light of where we are. The nighttime is a night primarily of silence. We recall the verse... In the book of Eichai, Yeshev Badad V'yidom. He sits alone and silent for what has befallen him. The night of Tisha B'Av, basically, the best response is silence. In the Ashkenazic rite, fundamentally, we are silent. And it's interesting, the keynote that we do say are imported from a different place. From the poetry of Ibn Gabiro, and the last kina often recited on the night of Tisha B'Av, Oz Charev Mikdash, is clearly also not from, coming from Ashkenaz, not from the Ashkenazic tradition. And this particular kina talks about the destruction of the temple, but it puts it in cosmic terms. It actually refers to the zodiac. Not only are we crying on this night, but the constellations are crying. The universe is crying. It frames the events of the destruction of the temple in universal terms. And the way to understand that, a way to understand that is this, that from the standpoint of the Torah, the idea of the temple is the idea of 
God finding a place in this world. Of course, it begins with the Garden of Eden. That doesn't work. So they're searching, and we are searching for alternatives to Eden. To build a, a space in which God is present. That's the purpose of the creation. And if the temple is destroyed, if God has no place in this world, the tragedy is not just our tragedy, but the tragedy is cosmic. So the poem, the kinah, that's a kinah which describes our story, God's absence in cosmic terms. It's not just us. And that is the Ashkenazic ritual. Fundamentally, it's not about us even crying out. It's not about us studying what happened. It's basically sitting in silence to the extent that's possible, but to begin to think about what the implications are. During the day of Tisha B'Av, we spend a lot more time studying and thinking and reflecting on the events that transpire on Tisha B'Av, the National Day of Mourning.